Views expressed by program hosts and guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. This program is for entertainment purposes and is not for the purpose of, nor should be construed as, providing financial, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Charles drops an AMA, and we have highlights on this edition of your Cardano Update. Dropping some bombs in last night's AMA, Charles was on fire, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm James Kiever with United States of Cardano. Now, before we get started, we just want to say normally we do our best to avoid politics, with one exception, our coverage of Charles. He's an opinionated guy with a personality the size of New York, maybe bigger. He's also the brainchild of Cardano, and if it wasn't for him, none of us would be here right now. So he gets a pass. And he's going to need it with highlights from last night's AMA. It was a long one, just a little over two hours, and it didn't really get good until about an hour in. You might fool these ADA holders, Charles, but to anyone with life experience, you're nothing but a fraud. <laughs> See, these are the kinds of comments I love. They actually get me up in the horn. They say, you're a fraud, you're a fraud, you're a fraud. It's like, tell them what you're going to do. We're going to build the world's best proof of stake system. Do it. We launched Shell 8. Tell them what you did. How do you guys like Shelly? Anybody make a block? <laughs> but I'm a fraud, right? And why is my economic system any worse than the economic systems built by my peers or by the past? Tell me, how long does it take to send a wire transfer? Uh, why do we need custodians? Why do we need the existing settlement clearing systems and middlemen for payment processors? Is it easy to get a loan? Are you honestly confident that everybody has access to credit? Can you manage your risk really well? Can everybody manage their risk really well? Is there a lot of innovation in the insurance markets? Securities markets working really well. How much money does it cost to do a securities offering? And who is that available to? How many poor people do we have in the world? Why are all the people protesting in the streets about Occupy Wall Street? And then later on BLM and these other things. And one of the core things they keep talking about is class disparity. Why is it when our economy in the United States goes down 30%, the billionaires make $600 billion of excess money? Is that fair? Is there something right in that economy? Why is it that productivity has gone up 400% over the last 30 years, but people work more hours today than my grandfather worked and make less? He raised seven kids by himself with his stay-at-home wife and retired a millionaire off a lineman's salary on my mom's side. Nowadays, both parents have to work and they retire in debt with no savings. Something's wrong there. The economic system is rigged and it's rigged against the middle class and the poor people. The point of our industry is to rebalance the scales and build a new system that doesn't just benefit a small group of people and enslave the rest. The point of the system is to take all that wealth that's been created and make it a little bit more fair without undoing the world economy. Rather the opposite, create new wealth and new businesses. The very system I created put new people in business. There are people waking up every day and they have a job title, stake pool operator. Before Cardano existed, that was not a job. Now it is, just like eBay power seller is. How is that a fraud? You tell me. If it works, it's better than the past. And people are participating at the scale of hundreds of thousands, soon to be millions. 
doesn't that seem like a new economy? And if it's voluntary and people came into that new economy and they participate in that new economy, provides real value and utility to them, so people get their livelihoods from that new economy, how is that fraudulent? What seems fraudulent to me is a system that enslaves people and then uses propaganda and violence to keep itself in power, which is the system that we have today. And that system needs to die. And it'll either kill itself because it'll get so terrible and so bad, it will bankrupt the entire world and collapse it to anarchy and chaos, or people will wake up, and opt out of it, get into a new system. That's why Bitcoin was created. Magic internet money, and it's worth hundreds of billions of dollars today, just 11 years after it was created. That's not a bubble. That is an example of a movement leaving the system of our forefathers, which happens to be corrupt and evil, and entering into a system that has integrity. And the more people who do it, the more powerful that system becomes. And eventually, that will be the dominant system, not the one of the past. And the one of the past will wither away on the vine. That's fraudulent. I don't want to be right. I'd rather be a fraudster. Now, fraud seemed to be a reoccurring theme in this AMA. Fraud is pumping up the ADA market cap of $35 billion. No, the market did that. We didn't do anything. It's called 2017, son. Happened to everybody. Rising tide. Second, little to no code written. It was a fully finished product. Byron existed. It was a federated product like Ripple. Okay. People had it, had liquidity. Uh, we never sold any ADA. We never participated in any trading, but yet we're fraudulent because you say so. Think about that. You see, this is what people do. Scam, fraud, dishonest, bad, not like, not think. all the things you've done are invalidated because one thing happened I didn't like, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's a thought process and it's a cognitive loop that gets get stuck on. And then they say, you're just bad guy. And all you ADA holders, you're just stupid. You're unwashed masses. You're here because you read the papers. All oh, those papers don't exist. You're here because you looked at the code. No, that code doesn't exist. You're here because you're doing something with it. No, you couldn't possibly be doing something with it because, oh, well, uh, it doesn't exist. It's not real. There are still people today that think Cardano doesn't have any code. There are still people today who think that we haven't written any code since February because CryptoMiso refuses to update the repos. And as a result, they're showing a deprecated repo we no longer commit code to. There are still people today that think Shelly hasn't shipped. And you can tell them, they'll just ignore you. It's like those people who think the earth is only 6,000 years old. No burden of evidence, no burden of science you apply to show them that will ever convince them otherwise. They're fanatics in that respect. People don't like being wrong, and they'll go to enormous lengths to justify their beliefs, right or wrong. And that's how it is. And uh, you know, is this a good industry? No, it's a neutral industry. There's a huge amount of up and there's a huge amount of down because it's a human industry and humans aren't good. Humans are neutral. They do good things. They do bad things. They hurt people. They help people. There's sinners and saints in the same people. So if this industry reflects them, it is a mirror that shows us the inconvenient truth of human nature. And this is the beautiful juxtaposition of cryptocurrencies in a certain respect. They show you your sins and you may not want to admit them, but they show them to you. It's why Ethereum Classic exists. It's why Bitcoin exists. They are symbols to when decisions were made that contradict what you intended them to be. In the case of Bitcoin, we said the world financial system has to work in a particular way, and it decided it didn't have to, and bailout culture began, 
too big to fail began. So Bitcoin was created on the back of that. And right in the very first block was a reference to the bailouts. The case of Ethereum Classic, a promise of illegality was given. Code is law. You can't change the code. The code doesn't care. The system doesn't care about the consequences of the code it runs. It's a neutral party. But this particular case for the greater good, let's intervene and change things. So now Ethereum Classic exists. You see, these are mirrors and they're inconvenient because they show you when you've made a mistake as a society or lied to people or built a deceptive system. You need these things to get better. You need to see yourself naked in the mirror and see the fat and the ugliness and then be honest about it. And when you see it, then you say, okay, I'll go on the diet. Okay, I'll go start exercising. If you don't see these things, you don't have a problem. It's, it's like delusion. You can just put a cloak on and pretend it's not a problem until it kills you. And that's the world we live in right now. Social media allows us to see the, all the sins of other people, and then we can harshly criticize them, but then we pretend like we have none. It allows us to express bizarre opinions and then live in echo chambers and pretend that all the enlightened, reasonable people hold those opinions, and everyone else is wrong. And then we silo out, and then we judge people for not having our enlightened opinion. Cryptocurrencies don't care about any of that. Blockchains don't care about any of that. They don't care about how you feel. They're the least fraudulent of all things humanity has ever constructed and the closest thing we have to an economic law of physics. A little bit later, he was asked about dodging taxes to which he gave this priceless answer. The rich are renouncing citizenships and leaving the country with the money. What are your thoughts on this? I will never leave the United States. I'm gonna die here. It's my country. I live right here in Colorado. I'm not leaving. I know a lot of rich people who have. They keep trying to get me to move to Puerto Rico because I don't pay taxes. If I do that, I say push off. It's my country, my home. I'll pay taxes. I live here, you know, born in the United States. Shortly after a viewer tried to point out Charles's hypocrisy, hating socialism while trying to enrich and bring the economically disadvantaged up on par with everyone else. Well, Charles set the commenter straight. How can you hate socialism while at the same time have a primary objective of pulling the least of us out of poverty by creating economic systems for people to pull themselves out of poverty? It wasn't the invention of socialism that solved the problems of extreme hunger and feeding billions of people and building the world modern economy. It was the advent of capitalism and all the wealth that was constructed from capitalism and all the systems that were built from capitalism. And in the wake of that, it was the single greatest invention of humanity. And it was the invention of communism that devastated a third of the entire world. There is no greater example of that than looking at North Korea versus South Korea. Look at a satellite image during the nighttime of the amount of light in North Korea versus South Korea. Two systems, same population, same people. You know, it's uh, the greatest control you could ever have between communism and capitalism and what goes on there. I'm sorry, building a system where you st steal from Peter to pay Paul and you take the fruits of someone else's labors uh, or you have the state take over the factors of production for the greater good, it never works out well because the people who are in charge of that inevitably use this to enrich themselves, not the greater good of society. And they basically try to make everybody equal in poverty except for the masters who lord over poverty. It's always gonna be my opinion. Reasonable people can disagree, and that's fair. I mean, there's strong arguments to make, and academics certainly love making them, especially political theorists, telling us how we who love capitalism are always so wrong. 
but it's always the socialist who spends the capitalist money. Wrapping up the good stuff, Charles was asked about the upcoming election. Are you worried about the election not being free and fair? Uh, no one has any interest in a proper election. Uh, it's easy to solve, doesn't cost a lot of money, and no one wants to solve the problem because they like the division and discord. It has nothing to do with the fair election. That time has passed, or choice for that matter. All you Democrats like Joe Biden, <laughs> that, that the real choice there, that was the one you were hoping for? And we were going to get Jeb Bush on the other side. There was an escape hatch. That was Trump. And uh, that's not any better, but it was something different. And then that had to be managed. And that's why Rince Priebus and Mike Pence happened to have been there. Now, Charles wasn't the only one with notable answers. Recently, our friend Big Pay in one of his live broadcasts took a question and his answer was pure fire. Fossil said, how many blocks left? Many, man. A lot. Uh, we have five days, and we also have the rest of eternity. So there, there are many blocks for us to get. All right, folks, that's all for today. We'd very much appreciate it if you like today's content to like this video, maybe even subscribe to our channel, and even consider staking with us. United States of Cardano, ticker USA01. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm James Kiever, and that's your Cardano Update.